be with each my other. My favorite is when it's yeah. so late, we have to whisper yell. And we're both like, shh, shh. And I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. Like, that's, that's not true. Paul didn't mean that. That word is not applied that way today. <laughs> but it's, it's never come to like, we're like, you know, like, I don't know what you call that. Fronting? Like, front, yeah, you don't, yeah, we're not like, <laughs> puff, puffing our chest, like, what, what are you going to do about it, huh? Hey, Jesus died for us. I mean, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> but not you. I can't hear me. I can hear myself in my head, but not outside my head. Well, I guess I can hear myself outside my head, too. Oh, should I turn it on? Hello? Hello? Oh, my goodness. I did not. I didn't want to be a jerk, and I was like, dude, they already checked that. Can you hear me now? Oh, yeah, I can hear myself. When when I was riding motorcycles for that brief period, I rode Michael's to this uh, men's Bible study a few times, and uh, James Howarth was there. I forget who else was there at the time, but was leaving and was trying to start it wouldn't start oh man and uh i can't remember if he had an issue recently and and uh or not but uh going through it trying not to flood it and kept trying to start it and uh i think it was james or maybe just somebody else and they said oh you gotta turn it on (laughs) that's true (laughs) like ah man i swore it was on are you sure yeah started right up I've done, I've done that a few times in my life. Yeah. False starts. Scott? A few times? Oh, yeah. Or not, well, not turning like it not on. checking the, the, the first thing. thing, you know. Occam's razor? Is that what that is? Yeah, like the easiest no. explanation. The most likely explanation yeah. is often the actual explanation. It's like when you have a technical problem, first thing you check is the plug. Are they? Th- is everything plugged in correctly? My uh, my brother's a mechanic, and he, whenever the check engine light goes on, he still reminds me of this, even though he's told me a bazillion times. He's like, did you check your gas cap? Yes. But that's like a high percentage really? of why gas light come, uh, the uh, check engine lights come on. Still? Yeah. I mean... Not you, still. I mean, even with the internet. Uh, even with Google and the internet. Mm. On newer cars, though. Uh, well, or mine's a 98. But uh, for, I uh, I guess even newer cars, but yeah, you don't tighten it down all the way, and it just doesn't hold pressure, and it hmm. check engine light comes on. So that's one of the codes that resets on its own. Most codes, I guess, don't reset on their own. Mm. You have to have somebody reset it. But the, the gas cap, that's... Because big auto... They yeah. made sure you had to go in and pay some of the yeah. expensive stuff. Yeah. Or buy their tool yeah, to reset it. Yeah. Dumb. You don't want to use other people's tool. That's probably a good, that's probably good advice. Well, you got to make sure you get one that fits because, I mean, that's, you know. It's true. <clears throat> if it doesn't fit, not only you must quit, but you get out of problems. Mm-hmm. Like on both ends, like a light flashing, like a yeah. I tried, it didn't work. <laughs> Scott, you're so good at this. 
We miss you, Jeff. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Jeff's not here. We have a stand-in. Jeff's not here? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. I think okay. he's, is he still trying to get up the stairs? Last podcast <laughs> I was listening to, he was recovering. He's somewhere in San Diego, St. Diego, <laughs> which means something in German, according to Ron Burgundy, hmm. a teacher's conference or something. And now we have Matt back, because Matt sat in when you were gone. Oh, yeah? We never told you. Oh, yeah. Well, you know... You may not have told, uh, you know, that's still my fault, even though you guys failed miserably to tell me, which we yeah, did. you take the blame for that. But it is still my fault that I didn't know because I, I just don't go, I don't listen to the episodes. Yeah. So, well, it, yeah, I, I should be honest though. And, but you're Scott, not going to but, be, but I'm not going to be. I appreciate that. You know what you should do. But if I was going to be honest I want to apologize. I would have said, oh, we have something coming up later on very shortly. As we we get into kissing Jesus goodbye. Kissing, dating Jesus goodbye. Does that work? We'll we'll find out. Yeah. But uh, if I was going to be honest, I would say that, Scott, the episode as we record this has not been released. So even if you were to listen to our podcast, which I know you won't, it you wouldn't have heard the episode yet. By the time this one's out, as we sit here on uh, July twenty eighth, twenty ninth, uh, it will be out. Maybe okay. I'll just dump them both at the same time. We haven't been recording at a very good clip. We should probably correct that. Yeah, we need to mm-hmm. give our, our listeners a, uh, a present, gift wrapped. Yeah, keep them coming back. And thank you, Matt Sather. For the High West Double Rye Whiskey, if you hear the clinkity clinkities. We share ownership of that one. Oh, that's mm. true. I did pay you for half of it. Yeah. Oh. We have a little bit less than half left, I'm sure. Yeah, well, your, your half's already gone, so I'll share the rest of mine with you. Oh, thanks, man. You're welcome. Appreciate it. You guys are so kind to each other. Scott, well, you and to me, because I'm drinking it, too, so I don't know whose half I'm drinking. <laughs> Scott, real quick, you were gone for a few weeks, um, a month? You went to Idaho? It was... Uh, just over two weeks. Yeah. You went to Idaho and you went for a wedding, did some sightseeing, some living it up, um, maybe introduce yourself to some of the local folk. Um, any dates that, that you got out of that? What's, wh- wh- Operation Scott's Wife. Hashtag Scott Needs a Wife. Any updates in that regard? Yeah. And a follow-up question, what did you learn Give me like one thing you learned while you were out there. Yeah, so you can follow me on Twitter. The hashtag is not desperate, but a little worried. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was a good trip. I went to Spokane for a wedding and decided to take my trailer out um, on a little 2,400-mile uh, round-trip journey. 28-foot trailer? Uh, depending on what, what uh, you consider to be the actual length. Sticker's 23, you know. It's a good size. How long is the tongue? Ooh, it's three. It, it's right at right at three feet. I measured it the other day. Damn it! Is that longer than average? Mm, no, it's probably about right. No, it's it sticks out three feet. Yeah, from the tongue's are pretty standard. Yeah. Okay. Unless you're that guy from Kiss. 
Yeah. I don't know how many times we're going to say kiss G- tonight. Gene Stanley. Yeah. St- Stanley Simpson. Gene Janley Cooper. St- Janley Cooper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Uh, but yeah, it was good. And um, I learned a lot about the trailer. I was, a l- I was really nervous because I'd never really pulled the trailer before. What uh, did you learn? At highway speeds. See, you know, when you try to uh, quantify it like that, like actually say something... Like when was your what was your first oh yeah. shit moment? Um, you feeling crosswind uh, is is really weird. How many axles? Two. Yeah, the trailer has two. Uh, yeah, feeling crosswind because I've watched a lot of YouTube and there are a lot of YouTube videos on uh, you know crosswind taking trailers out and it, you can see that fish tail and you can't recover from that. And they just flip over and everything. Yeah, it, it's no. Uh, please tell me you were watching YouTube while you were experiencing crosswind. You're like, oh shit, I should look up crosswind. Yeah, I'm like, how to how to get control of the trailer right. when it's fishtailing. Yeah, and the internet was slow. <laughs> I'm guessing um, turn the wheel to try to match it, and you accelerate or you hit the brake, you decelerate and hit the hit the brake. Gas hit the brake. Gas alternatively, in an effort to compensate for wild swinging motions. Correct. There, yeah, some some combination of that. I did watch a YouTube video before I left. I thought I was saying something you shouldn't do. There, there might be something in there, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with the. I'm gonna try to be positive today. I'm guessing you shouldn't do whatever I just said. <laughs> I don't remember what I just said. I was making shit up. <laughs> this show doesn't necessarily reflect the. <laughs> Safety standards, Department of Transportation. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say something about um, IQ. But no, you, uh, there is a YouTube video out there that does talk about that, where you you don't brake on the tow vehicle, but you apply the brake to the trailer. But you should consult a professional before attempting any maneuver. Um, but I did, I did do that. I, I did do that, and yeah. What do you call that? Uh, you've got it on your truck. The Trailer brake. Oh, break. you got a you got the tow assist. Yeah, brake assist. Nice. I took powerful John Chapman. Uh, he loaded up, also powerful Dave Ritchie's nice. uh, trailer, and I towed it to the dump for him. And I nice. got to use the tow feature slash trailer brake for the first time. Set the gain at about three, three, three or four. Yeah, just kind of messed around. Yeah, I'm at I'm at five. It worked. It worked. I I have an aftermarket, and I'm really glad I put that on. I also got the stabilizer bars, which are also oh, anti-sway bars. Um, those are musts. Uh, I mean, you, it's five hundred bucks, give or take, but your life is probably worth at least two hundred to three hundred. Three hundred bucks. Yeah. So they've got some like suspension in those uh, those bars. What'd you call them again? Uh, uh, anti-sway. Anti-sway. And they also act as. Um, Weight distribution. So their tension, yeah, they they work on tension. Damn, um, dude. Yeah. You use your words good. What's yeah. the weight of your of the trailer? Dry is sixty one hundred. This is some hot trailer talk. Well, yeah. Well, I we were just inquiring because our van I think will tow sixty one hundred. Yeah. But uh, well, we were looking at some trailers that would probably a little more than that, and just locally we could drive it a little bit and tow it, but. Not on a trip. Yeah. We'd have to, even if I added air suspension or yeah. airbags, I guess, to the rear suspension and improved it, it still can't tow. Yeah. And much. so one of the other things is, so yeah, tow, 
toe capacity is one thing, and then um, uh, cargo capacity is another. Because once you put five hundred pounds on the on the uh, on the hitch, your tires on your van are like pretty close already. I mean, they scrape when there's oh. six dudes in <laughs> yeah. the in the vans. So we take Matt's <laughs> yeah. van up to Mammoth every year, and at least once there's a scrape. Um, yeah, that one that one year we we all had to take our clothes off to <laughs> yeah. shed weight. Yeah, yeah. Like, out, right out the window. I mean, you got those vanity yeah. uh, thin. What, what's the word for that? The tires were the uh, profile low profile. Low pro. Oh, okay. Yeah, get those vanity low pro tires. Yeah, you so take you take your clothes off because I even even on my truck. Putting the, I I probably drop three four inches. Okay. Um, the back end. That's like the length of the tongue. Yeah. Right. You, you definitely <laughs> you definitely have to consider how how deep that tongue is. Yeah. You yeah. do. Have, yes, and Scott, yeah. something clever. Yeah. This is so. What, it what is you, good, and so I, I just if I can just I know you want to wrap back, this up, but if I can just your, encourage your anyone that is thinking about. Doing something like that, go do for it. it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. But buy a truck bigger than what you need to tow, because I'm already like, I need a bigger truck. Really? Ah, oh, you're looking at that American, American made yeah. Dodge 2500, Dodge 3500 30 Cummins diesel. Wow. Did you up? Last time I talked to you, you said 25. I think. Well, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be modest, but it, okay. I think. I think the rule that I just said would would uh, by definition you know, force it, me to go to thirty five hundred. Yeah, you got to hold yourself to it. You would be a nothing like a hypocrite. If you don't yeah. hold yourself to your own rule. Yeah, you got to go big. You I got go you. Because what I did, I and I wasn't really thinking at the time when I bought my wow, current it's still truck. Going yeah. on trailer talk, but it's just it's just I I, I happened to get the half ton. Chevy Silverado 1500 half ton with the lowest possible towing capacity. <laughs> oh, that's what it came out to. <laughs> well, you weren't planning on getting a trailer. I, w- all I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't yeah. really. And, uh, but, but I just happened to get the, the one that has the lowest, wow. <laughs> which is still fine for my trailer because it's 9,100 pounds, the towing capacity. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but so it yeah. Is- by the way, we just double lip smacked. That was rad. Nice. I'm gonna leave that in. Oh, okay, so before we move on, it so does going back to your, more than your former Honda Accord or um, Civic. Yeah. So this, yeah, but the Civic you got actually was the highest towing capacity Honda Civic available. Correct of a stock. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for for the 125 horsepower, probably 80 foot pound torque. So maybe uh, you did that. Four and you, cylinder. You got complacent yeah. and you weren't thinking about towing capacity necessarily yeah. within the model you were buying right i was looking at it more to live in it in live in the truck and not live in a trailer at the time yeah. so i it, it, it suits the first need but now it's like okay ladies yeah. scott at bros bible beer nope bros <laughs> man no, he, that's, he's that's correct he's scott, gone through his half really quick scott at bros bibles beer <laughs> dot com if you want some hot towing action. <laughs> uh, okay, so what did you learn not related to towing? Just out and about in a different part of the country. Quickly, go. 
Yeah, so expectations definitely. I, I, I uh, there were some things about Boise I thought would, uh, I thought were different. I thought it'd be more mountainous when you get to Boise. Boise, Boise, Boise. You. That was something. Keep going. Uh, yeah, this is some static there, but but yeah, when you get to Boise, you don't really see mountains. Um, for some reason, I just had this picture in my head of this mountainous snow peak, mm-hmm. snow cap. It's not that way, but anyway, Boise is still a nice place. And so, getting back to your oh, and Coeur d'Alene, oh dear, uh, Coeur d'Alene is amazing. It's f- full of trees, but the lake is huge. And it's priced accordingly. And oh man, it, that was that was pretty cool. I li- I liked Coeur d'Alene, and actually the drive from Boise to Coeur d'Alene, that whole section, oh that was beautiful. It was just like valleys. I'm like yeah. I want to move here. If you're trying to minimize winters, though, Coeur d'Alene would is no. entirely different from Boise. Yeah. But we'd love to go up there. A lot of snow. There's yeah. more of a winter. Quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. Because Boise's like a high desert. Coeur d'Alene's like you're just in the mountains. Yeah. Um, but getting back to your original question, Zach, yes. about the date dating thing. Oh. Um, oh. Um, I was trying to avoid that. But yeah, so I, I, I met... A friend of a friend down here in, you know, Orange County, California. And it just so happened that Thank they... Thank you for not saying the OC. <laughs> Don't call it that. Uh, and she happened to be up in that area at the same time. So she was in Coeur d'Alene. And then we happened to be in Boise at the same time. So, yeah, we went out, met in Boise. Cool. Uh, went to that an arcade. well. Yeah, went to an, ar- uh, an arcade bar because... So another thing about Boise, a lot of bars close really early. Even in the city, down like downtown? Yeah, I, I was looking on Yelp, and it was like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, they're, they're closing. So I, I finally found one. It was an arcade bar, which is really cool. They had old arcade games, Pac-Man, Street Fighter, Centipede, you know? So it, now do they have any games that aren't as old as we are? Like Twister? What are you talking about? Oh, oh! You mean like modern games? Yeah, Twister. I mean, I like the classics, but is this? Yeah, does this reflect them them being fifteen, twenty years in the past of California, or is this intentional, or what's going on? Are these like small town? <laughs> Those are new games. What do you mean? <laughs> small town, new to them, right? <laughs> I... Shit, guys, we got Pac Man. <laughs> that's not a Boise accent, <laughs> but it's not Californian, and that's all right. I was going for. <laughs> I, no, I think they did have some modern ones. I wasn't really looking, but they also had consoles. I think they had Xbox One and, and stuff okay. like that. All right. Yeah. Then I'm in. Yeah. I shall visit. Now, it was it was good. It was good. It was a good trip. Um, and then you realize the truck, you know, the truck towing towing a trailer gets about eight, nine miles a gallon. Um, so that adds up pretty quick. Yeah. You know, pretty Where much every you mile. Watch your gas go down. Yeah. Yeah, as you go up a hill. Yeah, you switch to (laughs) gallons per hour versus miles per gallon. Oh, man, that was brutal. And that's just something I didn't really think about until I first, you know, I switched to that. Yeah. But you should do it. And if you, especially if you have a family, because that's one thing I remember growing up is going on camping trips, you know, just those few times a year. We had an old motor home, but. It was still great. You know, growing up in the late 80s, we had a, like an early 70s motorhome. Which so was kind ancient. of around when they filmed Stranger Things? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, yeah, man, if you get your kids out there, or even in the tent, just do it. Even though, you know, I like air conditioning. But you guys do whatever you what you want. Okay. Scott says, do what thou wilt. Yeah, that's the whole of the law. Shall be the whole of the law. Yeah. <laughs> I just got Scott to quote a Satanist. Anton LaVey. <coughs> Even speaking his name. <laughs> I think Scott just died. Man, I pray Scott's in heaven right now. Probably not, though. Yeah, we'll see. Oh, Scott, damn, man. <laughs> How was that NDE? <laughs> All right, well, that was great, Scott. I'm glad you're back. I'm sorry Jeff can't be here. We miss you, Jeff. But I will say no one stands in for one of the bros more than uh, Matt Sather, especially when he brings whiskey. Absolutely. Thanks for coming. My pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. Man, you're so, your voice... Especially my headphones is really soft. And Do I need to talk closer, further? No, you're you're fine. But you put my just, mouth on it. You're just, <clears throat> how three inches, right? The tongue. <clears throat> you said no, three feet. Three feet. <clears throat> Did I say inches before? I there was something about that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. You can stretch it out. Though, agree like to that. disagree. Yeah. All right, we got some big news. There's um, uh, former porn star. Set to lead Triple X Church. Yeah. Well, the pastor, Craig Gross, he pursues other, you know, alternative, maybe, you know, levels of consciousness. He's starting, or he started Christian Cannabis. Interesting. At ChristianCannabis.com. Hmm. You know, they did it. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but it was, I just saw it. So it, it's interesting. This uh, former porn star, Brittany De La Mora left the industry for a relationship with God and her husband and her are expecting their first child and they're taking over triple X church, which I don't have their mission statement in front of me, but it's basically to, to assist people out of that lifestyle maybe, or see that there's more or churching people who are not definitely not church and wouldn't be churched. And that the, the, regular church whatever that means to you uh typically they probably wouldn't go after as vigorously as uh craig gross did yeah there's another there's a there's a guy who um i, I was I listened to a podcast and this um they had this guy on he was a, a, a former porn star slash porn producer and he he came he became a christian and then uh he he works in that space now to, um, yeah, to help people because he kind of understands why people go into that in the first place, the struggles that they deal with. Um, that yeah, that that is important because um, it's not always good. Even though you know on camera it looks great, but yeah, behind the scenes it's not uh, it's not always the best uh, best life. Even though you're having sex all the time. So it appears it's not uh, it's not necessarily the best life to live. How and how long is Triple X sorry, did I cut you off? No. How long has Triple X Church been around? Good a question. While. Yeah. It's I, been a while. Um, for a while, uh I think twenty oh seven. Are they uh they're like satellite churches or they have one location? It's aren't they mostly nothing. online? I possibly. I'm not too familiar. 
with that. I guess the the biggest market is, I guess, L.A. I suppose. I believe he, Craig Gross is out. Craig and his wife are out here. Uh, I shouldn't. His wife is involved too. Jeanette, Jeanette or Jeanette, Gannett. Don't want like uh, Scooter. Probably not Gannett. <laughs> well, Scooter Gannett on the uh, you know it's the, a baseball the Reds. Player. Yeah, yeah. Well, good job bringing sports in. Yeah. Um. Uh yeah, oh, t- 2002 from our very first outreach in 2002 at the largest porn show in the nation. Uh, to the millions of people struggling with addiction that have found a safe place for hope, feel- healing, and recovery, Gross said. Uh, he, he said, "I've seen this ministry grow beyond my wildest dreams." And he's got a passion for cannabis. Has helped him a lot in his personal healing. I think. He, probably deals with depression and stuff actually he was on bad christian fairly recently with his wife and they talked about christian cannabis is it a different type of weed or marijuana it's been blessed okay yeah like holy water yeah so it's, it's kosher for christians well each individual plant uh it's dedicates their life to Christ and is baptized. Uh, in have you heard of hydroponics? Well, yes. they're taking that to the extreme and they're baptizing plants in water, in their closets, per- perpetually, perpetually. Yeah. <laughs> um, but <laughs> their closet. You should have said prayer closets. Come on, Zach, get with hey, it. That's hey, where the magic I'll fix happens. It in post. Or we would say we'll edit that out. Um, yeah, so the Bad Christian episode, I felt like they were just kind of getting it going and the communication on was a little disjointed. I was imagining myself, I have zero problems with, I mean, I drink alcohol. We're drinking it right now. Hmm? I, I put... This is alcoholic? Not yours. Oh. No, it's a double <laughs> rye, non-alcoholic, high west. Um, it's amazing. But... I put cannabis in the same ballpark. Actually, booze is probably worse for you. So, zero problems with people engaging in that. You know, whether or not it's legal in your state and how you want to navigate that, that's up to you. But I feel like their messaging and their communication in that was not as honed as I'm guessing it is now. Because they went on Bad Christian to talk about pot and the Christian consuming it. And I didn't feel like they were on the same page and... But anyways, it's worth checking out, especially if you're curious about or you're afraid or can a Christian do this? Um, Craig has found some good healing through it. Yeah, I you know, as far as medicinal, I, if because I don't you know, I, I don't want to say completely blanket yay. So then or don't nay. That's another performative. I don't want to say. Just yeah. kidding. Go ahead. Um, medicinally, there, I mean, you know, studies have shown that there there are some benefits. So I, I think, just like alcohol, there's caution that need anyone that's promoting anything that's yes. you know, on the fringes. Let's say. Um, yeah, just just a little caution that we we want to be obedient to Christ, um, 
but at the same time, we don't want to be so legalistic that we are missing out on the benefits of something that, you know, it, you know being natural um, could help us. Now, being natural doesn't mean that, doesn't necessarily mean that it's good, but there could be some benefit to um, yeah. moderation. Yeah. You know? If you can um, still uh, exhibit the fruits of the Spirit while taking a puff or taking a drink. There you go. The fruit thing. Mm. That's a good point. Like, what what fruit is it bearing in your life? Well, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And, and a little bit of no. A little bit of or no? Or maybe a lot of no, depending on the scale. I like how you're making your fingers when you say a little bit of no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost like you're holding yeah. a joint. Yeah, so we probably all know yeah. people that they drink and they become assholes or belligerent. Matt, I'm right here. I know. Or they're under the influence of whatever sub, uh, substance it is and it totally changes their character, their behavior, and they, they're not who they generally are or normally are, I guess. Mm-hmm. And we're all um, friends so, with some recovering alcoholics or those that have had problems with it and they, they just know they can't even, can't yeah. even participate at all because it changes them or just they have that addictive behavior. But some people just can't have self-control at all or become abusive my dad uh, struggled with alcohol and my parents when they divorced when I was a kid and they, yeah, just became angry. So huh. it's probably good that he slowed down or that my mom stopped for a long time. Yeah, they just, it just yeah. changes. And I don't, I don't know if, I guess I should ask my wife, but I don't think it alters me much. Certainly you don't remember. Me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember most of the time. That's a yeah. good point. I will say you you are um you, you're very tender to the taste. Wait, wait, what? Sorry. I did not I meant to say touch. <clears throat> Is that better? <laughs> well, we got stuck on the tongues earlier. Yeah. I think maybe. Oh man. No, you you do. You're um you get uh more soft, softer, gentler. You're a nice guy. You're a nice guy, and it Nimbler. amplifies that a little bit, I will say. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely takes... I have heard your wife say. <laughs> How many drinks has he had? <laughs> Was that she... last night? <laughs> <laughs> it might have been. No, not last night, but... Oh. The night before? She, she can tell. <laughs> Actually, this is an intervention, so... You got a little bit more whiskey in that glass, finish it before we... Okay. Okay. Um... Well, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember my dad, there was, one, I remember one incident growing up. Um, and I, I briefly remember the particular day. But then after this particular day, my dad, like, like, didn't really drink. And I remember asking him. Ooh, how old were you? Like, Probably early, early double digits, somewhere between, yeah, somewhere above 10, 10 to 13 or something. Around the age when father wounds can really sink in, potentially. Oh, uh, well, 
I'm not saying there's anything. Here, no, no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't even with, with, with me. You? It was. Uh, I remember watching, and it was with a bunch. You know, we were camp. We were actually camping. Oh. Um, and I remember asking him later, because later on he, he, you know, all of his friends that we would camp with, his high school friends, they would be drinking cocktails and whatnot, and he'd have like couple, you know. But I didn't. I remember asking, "How come you're not?" drinking and he's like well because sometimes doesn't work out or something you know whatever he said but essentially it was like <clears throat> if i were to translate that to what i know you know as an adult it was hey one time i got drunk and i did something really stupid yeah. right um did you so, fight people no I, not not on the occasion that i saw um but maybe maybe other times when i wasn't there um but yeah, I mean, it altered. I mean, it it, it changed him. You know, I used to. And phew, man, I've had I've had some I've had some uh, kind of close calls, let's say, <laughs> with alcohol, <laughs> um, doing things that you know, drinking more obviously than uh, any normal human should drink, um, and doing really stupid things. Um, so you're saying you're really good at drinking if you apply yourself. <laughs> if, you know, you set a goal, <laughs> you just aim for it. <laughs> goal uh, achieved. Yeah, uh, I've been witness to a couple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In yeah. Your ar- but I think I'm sure Matt and Zach both. Your, your army days Jeff, too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Army yeah. was probably worse. Yeah. You get uh, away for the weekend in Germany? Man. Um. Yeah, I did a lot of dumb stuff in the army. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, I don't know why I'm laughing. Yeah, but. stuff I'm not definitely not proud of. It's only looking back that no one was hurt or anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it could have been really bad. There's a few things. There's a few signposts in my life that I look back to where... It's like, okay, if this thing had gone differently, I would have a totally different life right now. And maybe even just a little bit just different. Just a little bit different. I've got a few of those, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. would. So correct me if I'm wrong, Scott. You probably are. Okay. <laughs> Noted. I, I just teed you up. And you hit it. That's great. I feel like you are a versatile drunk. And I feel like I'm a versatile drunk. And when I say mm-hmm. uh, I did like that, <laughs> High West guys does the trick. I'm gonna ask for some more. Uh, um, <laughs> it reminds me of a uh, arrested. Yeah, hey, 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 hey. Throw some ice in there. No, I don't, don't want to make any mistakes here. All right. Nope. Any new we mistakes. Need to refresh our ice. But Arrested Development, where Lindsay. Lindsay is looking back and realizing her mom uh, used to tell her that the vodka will go bad once it's opened. (laughs) (laughs) She has to finish the bottle. Um, Reminded of that. Where was I? Versatile. Versatile We're versatile drunks. Um, In that, I'm not a fighter. I don't think you're a fighter either. We've had verbal sparring when we've had a couple too many. Yeah. Yeah. at like after podcast recordings, it'll just spill over. 
it's almost like the bar closes in the podcast studio and then it spills out into my kitchen and it keeps going <laughs> and we're like whisper screaming at each other because Lisa's in bed, the kids are asleep, whisper screaming. I definitely know there's been once, maybe once more times where I told you to get the fuck out. Probably a couple. Probably. No more than two, but more than one. See what I was doing there. Yeah. I, no, I, actually, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll don't dial that back to maybe once. once. I'll say once. And you wouldn't leave. So I know I said it multiple times. Yeah. Why don't you grab it? Because I know, I know so you didn't can... mean it. <laughs> no, I actually meant it. Like, I wanted you out of the house because I realized we were at an impasse and it, wasn't, it was not profitable. This was me creating space. I think I apologized for you. If I didn't apologize, Scott, I want to apologize to you. <laughs> Well played. Yeah, and that is nice a good job. point. That even even though we're like yelling, and we're not necess- we're not really happy with each My other. My favorite is when it's yeah. so late we have to whisper yell. And we're like, like, shh, shh, and I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. Like, that's, not, that's, that's not true. Paul didn't mean that. That word is not applied that way today. <laughs> but it's it's never come to like we're like you know like. I don't know what you call that. Fronting? Like, front, yeah, you don't, yeah, we're not like, <laughs> puff, puff our chest, like, what are you going to do about it, huh? Hey, Jesus died for us. I mean, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> my favorite move oh my gosh. when there's going to be a fight is dude taking his shirt off. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, now we're ready. Which I think is a pro move because then your shirt can't be used against you. Right, that's but right. But it, it always, I've seen a few videos where fights are breaking out and somebody just, when it's time to go, they take their, the first thing they do is take their shirt off. And it's always cracked me up. Yeah. No, I, I'm never worried about our, our, for lack of a better word, our drunk fighter part of our personality is verbal. And I'm never, ever worried about being physical with both of us. But we have that side. And also we have the more the Matt Sather end of the spectrum of being just super friendly. And yeah, crying, I think lactating. we're diverse in that yeah. way. There's uh there's in my opinion thank you. Actually I may have read it somewhere but I love it and I probably mentioned it before to you guys. Uh there's three things that that will turn a little asshole into a, a big asshole. There's uh, do you want to wow, we were just talking Is about porn earlier. Good grief. Is it oh. Yeah. <laughs> Alcohol. We'll edit that out. Uh, go Old ahead. age. Oh shit! I forgot the third one. In memory? No. <laughs> Alcohol. Oh crap! Anyhow, there's a third one. Old age, alcohol, and money. That's what it is. Okay. Three oh, things yeah, that yeah. make a small asshole a big they're, asshole. They're force multipliers. Yeah, they just amplify your you can personality. Control. If you, if you can be aware of your tendencies and have a little self awareness. Old dogs learning new tricks is a thing. It's possible. Yeah. But money, I feel so like generally, it's a force like the Bertolt Order book, generally, it just amplifies what your base or what, what, what you default to. Yeah. You know, whether it's compassion or anger or envy or whatever it is, whatever your default is, those are the three things that, that amplify it. Yeah, there's a couple guys that um, we know that probably will make more money than I will ever 
imagine that are the most generous people with their money. There's there's no yeah. The way they they help people is incredible. And I know it goes the other way. I think it, it it's a it's a good example. I think it's a force multiplier. Yeah. And I think whatever's under the hood of your personality, alcohol can do the same thing. Yeah. Um, pot probably not a whole lot of bar fights that go on. With, uh, they usually marijuana. yeah, they usually end in naps. What? <laughs> usually in yeah. in naps. Maybe you're, I'm so pissed at you. I'd fight you right now, but I'm going to sleep. But I just want to respect. I'm going to have a bowl of oatmeal you know, right now. Yeah, and I, I'm going to go to I sleep. Just, yeah. I just want to hold you. <laughs> All right. Um, that was good. Thank you. And what we... Can I say one more I don't know why you're asking. About the trailer? The trailer. Man, I, I have such a desire to just get on the road again. I felt so good leaving. Just with the trailer hooked up and going, I uh, felt so good. I want to. Uh, I can't. Yeah, one you know day. One day I'm gonna go. A wait list for the trailer park up in Boise. They're to good. live there. Yeah, four hundred bucks a month. I think. Yeah, it's four. Yeah, four yeah. five hundred. Because all the Californians uh, are going on everywhere outside of like Southern California and like Florida, like the you know the beach part of Florida. Yeah, it's four or five hundred bucks a month, including utilities. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Joe paid, dude, two three hundred bucks a month for air conditioning. Dude, that I want. I I really want it, and that's what I would do. I would go. I was thinking about this again today. I'd go like a month. I'd, I'd stop in like. Well, really going back. Zach's getting Zach's getting a little angry. If I want to say something. Uh, like stop in like Flagstaff, you know, go from like SoCal, stop in Flagstaff, hang out there for a month, pay 400, 500 bucks. Flagstaff to, is awesome. You know, we stopped through there. Yeah. And then hit like Albuquerque, stay there for a month, pay four or 500 bucks a month to rent the space. Texas, hit like, you know, the non like urban areas totally of that. Georgia, you know. Dude. Ah, that'd be You're great. close. We're going to go to Georgia. We're going to go to Florida. <laughs> Whoa! We're going to go to Idaho. Uh, that was his downfall. Was that John uh, Kerry? Or, no, not, uh, not, no, no, uh, no. Not Howard Kerry. Dean. Howard Dean, yeah. The doctor, Howard Dean. That wasn't, uh, that wasn't where you were going with the trailer, right? Do you remember what you were uh, going to circle back to or one more comment or question? Just, oh, you are correct. And I, I, I yeah. Um, I blame your virgin whiskey. Thank you. Um, but yeah, the old the old person, the old dog lear- learning new tricks. So yeah, um, you know, one of the things doing this podcast for, I mean, we're going on like three or four years or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've become more, and and I will let you guys, you know, kind of I love use this. the words. Are you testimonial? Testimonializing? Mm, yes, I think I'll have to look that word up, but I'll go with it for mm-hmm. now. Um, yeah, that that I've I think I've learned a little bit of patience and a little bit of uh, dialogue skills. I'm still working on it, but as opposed to the that that you know that old dog can't learn new tricks type of mentality. Yeah. It's, um, 
man, I, I really want to, because I'm not good at it, but I really want to be able to have better conversations. And I think I have a default personality that gets in the way, and I want to break out of that so that I could have better conversations. And so just because I have a default, let's just say default, um, quote unquote, um, doesn't mean that that's the way I have to be always and forever. Um, that we have a, we have a current personality, but that doesn't mean that that's the personality we have to have for the rest of our lives. And it's we can change that you, you're stuck with. I, I don't, think. man, man, what are you talking about? Oh, man? Just, I don't care about yeah, that. I just really see your fiveness taking hold of you and never letting go. And you can't change that at all. So I got a question in return. Do you, do you think it's, uh, you just being more patient and becoming a better listener or or having more of an open mind or a combination of the two where you don't have this this tendency or strong desire to 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 respond or to correct or to um state your opinion or better listener or more open minded or both i th- I think it's better listener. I don't know about open-minded because I still, there are a lot of times, I think I've gotten better. And even in that, there's still a lot of times where I want to jump in, but I hold back. I try to hold back um, and, and be more patient. Um I'm not sure about the open-minded aspect. Um, it's not. It's not like a. Uh, it just doesn't that that aspect doesn't seem as important to me as being patient and allowing the other person to speak more before jumping in. Um. What do you think yeah. that that strong desire is that that uh, leads you or causes you to like to jump in? So, well, that's a good question. You, um, what is it that stirs up that reaction, that response for like I I I, I got to say something? Yeah, well, I I think just from the base, just the most basic aspect is yeah. I mean, I I have strong opinions and um if someone says something that i disagree with i want to get in at the at at the point at, or at a point that i can or at a point of discussion i guess that i can either, i can disagree with um, not, 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 not necessarily that in any conversation I want wanted to disagree, but... Right. Although but, we have had points where I know that Scott and I are on the same page and that you have found a way to continue arguing somehow, yeah. which I feel like is almost a superpower. Like, I don't know how it's you do fun. that. It's fun. But that's, that's neither here nor there. It, yeah. It's... You, you, I, I enjoy it. Yeah. 
Well, so that, that that's part of the answer is I actually enjoy <laughs> enjoy the arguments. <laughs> yeah, because 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 we finish conversations and I've been like, wait, so you agree with me? And we've been fighting this whole time. Yeah, because part part of it is, you know, I I want to bounce my ideas off other people. Uh, I don't get a lot of opportunity to do that. Um, so a particular conversation alone in your truck, right? Right. I, 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 you know, I can yell at my, you know, phone at a podcast playing on my phone, um, but they don't, they don't respond back. Pull down the vanity like, mirror in the truck, and <laughs> you need that yeah, response that. though to light your fire. You really need that response. Well, well, but it, yeah, and it's it's also him. You know, me. I'm I'm I have to be missing something, or you know, I I, I can't. I, I haven't thought of everything. So that's part of it as well. Is I, um, well, that's being open-minded. Yeah, and that's yeah, ab- but not in like. Uh, I mean, you just said you know maybe I don't know everything. You know, I. That yeah, in itself is could learn something. You you've never said I know everything in the past. You've never like vocalized that. But you have gone from a default posture of somebody says something you hate, whether it's on the podcast or in our home group or whatever deep conversation we get into if somebody says something that you disagree with or you're diametrically opposed to your your default used to be more inclined to like a how could you response like almost like triggering <laughs> triggering triggering a disgust mechanism or something yeah. in you where where there's no possible way this person could have this view legitimately how dare you <laughs> But you know what I'm talking about. Like yeah. that that was m- yeah. closer to the baseline and now there's more like well actually I think x y and z and so when I hear you say this it makes me feel like this like it, your response to things have drastically improved and you're an old dog and you're teaching yourself new tricks. Not I that appreciate old. You're I, not old like yeah. Jeff. Let's and be it- clear. <laughs> Love you, Jeff. Yeah, and I yeah. So I think I've gotten better at that, and I appreciate that, Zach. I um, I think yeah. I know you have. Thank you. I've, I've noticed a difference. Thank you more than Zach, Matt. Oh. By the way, <laughs> okay. how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just, just in, in in the patience that you've shown, and just and hearing people out, and and that's why I I would argue that there is some uh, open mindedness there. Just I mean, you you still believe what you believe, but it's given you some patience and hearing people out and like, well, you know, letting them tell the longer version of what they're trying yeah. to say to like, well, maybe I'm missing something. I want to, you know, I should hear them out. Yeah. I think I've gotten better. I, I think I've cut people off less, um, more recently. Even to the point where we, like I would, after the podcast, I'd be like, dude, you waited until the guest was gone. Oh yeah. Right. I've heard that. And I'm like, they deserve to be able to respond, like. But it was part of your process of like, I'm trying to let them speak, and then after they're gone, you're like, actually, here's what I think. <laughs> it's but, a balance. But, it's a balance effort. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to work it out. No, you know, but, but it's an put example. a blood pressure cuff on them <laughs> yeah. when you have your next guest on to see. <laughs> it is an example of like even in in the midst of your growth, you know, you, there's that. I don't know. Not that I, what I my critique of that situation was correct necessarily, but you you're so aware of it that you were waiting until they're gone 
I'm like, oh, maybe they want to respond to whatever your counter argument was. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, but either doesn't way, matter. it's a. I'm trying to compliment you. Oh, thank I'm trying you. to actually rip you a little bit, but then a little <laughs> bigger compliment. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm. Uh, I, I'm. Yeah, I'm trying to learn, and I'll probably revert, r- regress, digress. Um, but then hopefully, yeah, I guess you don't know which way you're going, do you? Abscess. Yeah, abscess. <laughs> I'll probably abscess. Uh, you know. Um. So Zach, how have you grown? Oh, see, so yeah, that's not me. That's you. not me. I'm just. That's well, Matt. it's interesting. Go that was a good it. question. My tongue's not three feet. That's what you wanted well, to know, right? You're still young. Uh, but good point, Matt. Yeah, you know, the last three, four years on the podcast, that's probably a huge growth that Scott has certainly noticed, and that the rest of us have noticed. That listen, uh, where have you? What do, how do you think you've changed? So before before Zach answers, can I just say, it's not like just me. I've had you guys, Zach, and Jeff, and Matt, and uh, the other guests. They've all contributed to whatever I've God, whatever so growth um, by being honest and probably more importantly being patient with me. So I greatly appreciate that. Go, Zach. Mm. You're welcome, Scott. Thank you. Uh, how have I grown? Are you talking about like a podcast? I, well, regressed, progressed. How, how have you changed? Abscessed. How have you changed? How has the podcast <laughs> changed you if you can uh, isolate that factor? Um, I think... Uh, well, I, I know I have changed. I'm thinking a couple early episodes where we just had the, the room mic we would put in the middle. One of them was at your, at your house, Matt, and there were a ton of dudes there. And and Woody, John McGraw, <laughs> Woody was reading a Bible verse as the, the podcast opened. And I didn't realize it at the time, but I know I was totally like pushing away against anything I believe or, or testing everything or unsure of everything full on deconstruction mode because he finished reading the Bible verse. And I, I said, I agree that it says that <laughs> I agree with the words. It's so humble. Like that's, I agree that that's actually in the Bible. Um, and looking back at that moment, it's like, wow, I have changed a lot because like just kind of growing like as the podcast has happened, I'm sure people that have been with us for a long time will see changes in all of us. Uh, and I like to think that I have grown less abrasive towards previous views that I had. I think there was definitely not necessarily on the podcast, but definitely in conversations with Scott, where you know I I just want to throw everything out and just blow up the whole thing. And so now it's kind of like settling back into it's okay for me to not know. It's okay for me to not be sure about things and learning learning to be okay with that as opposed to when I was deconstructing and learning that what I previously thought to be true in certain areas maybe not true. I was like going kicking and kicking and screaming through that process. Uh Mostly internally. And so a lot of internal strife when I would hear things that 
were like what I was before, um, or coming up with coming in contact with those views, a lot of internal rejection or strife, angst towards that. Angst is probably the best word. And now being okay with, okay, I, I think certain things are more likely to be true than others. I'm okay with them not being true if they are. And so for the most part, Scott and I, we can have really robust arguments and I, he has this, I know I, I can mostly give him the space in my best moments. I'll give you the space to, to be where you're at. And there's literally no, like, like, I I don't understand how he holds that. Whereas there was probably a moment over the last few years where there was a lot of like, how the fuck does Scott think this? Like, how does he still think this? I'm so beyond that. Like, I just said like. I probably said like a bunch. I just noticed that one, though. Terrible. I, I repent of my likeness. Just, just, just is another one. <laughs> Shit. Now that I'm focused on this, we're never going to get through this. But is is the S word one, too? Yeah, I think that's <clears> going to be one. we got to add it. Yeah. What? Shit. Oh. Hey, uh, <laughs> didn't you... Literally, literally, I can't say anything now because I'm like... Because <laughs> you're like, I'm what? Because like, yeah. like, what? <laughs> How many years ago, when was it that... I think it was you. Uh, you, the doctor wanted to put you on uh, blood pressure medicine. Was it, was it oh, you? Oh, yeah. 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 When was that? Uh, probably like seven or eight years ago. Oh, longer. It was... It was a while ago. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, man, we, we... So you probably had like 14, 15, less than 20% body fat on your whole body. Yeah. I mean, you're good. You're in, you were good in shape. Yeah. Good in shape. Good in shape. You were good, good in shape. In and yeah. Shape. Yeah. I, I, I probably, I mean, I... I, I think I have, I've never gone in to get it diagnosed. I think I have a version of white coat syndrome or whatever that's called where you, you go Privilege. in and honestly, I, I'm going to make you feel bad right now, Scott. My son died, Scott. <laughs> Wait, why am I laughing? Why did you just laugh? <laughs> there you go. How dare you, Scott? <laughs> no, it's fine. I used it in that way to elicit a response that I got and now you're still laughing. <laughs> Or I feel shit. No, no, really no, don't feel bad. Uh, no, I think connect. We spent with my firstborn Shane. We spent fence. This is so good. We're not done with the high west yet. No, I know. Not. And we need some more ice. But we're finishers. I don't want that going bad. It's already brown, Matt. Go, it's I'll turning go, brown. I know. I'll go down and get ice. But can you guys pause this? We no. can. I'm just kidding. I can. No, you can get ice. I'll get ice. What I can do, I can back off from the mic and talk louder so you can hear it. <laughs> uh, leave the door open as you go out. Man, Matt is such a servant. I know. Got he's, a servant's heart. Really and he's nice. got a little buzz now. And so his servitude is it goes, raising. It goes that's up. Like, that's what's under the hood Yeah, is being force multiplied by a little bit of high west. I mean, I don't know what his wife complains about, really, honestly. I don't know either. Honestly, I mean, she should be getting him drunk every night. Man, she'd be really happy. I think he he does his own part for that. Eh, potentially, yeah. That's Pro- alleged. Allegedly, probably. I mean, yeah. 
Um, yeah. But, no buts. God, these <clears throat> these extra words that aren't needed. I really struggle with that. You know, I Zach, I think, and and not to overstep my bounds here. Just saying, possibly. You're in my house, so you're already overstepping your bounds. Yes, but I'm te- technically still not trespassing because you haven't asked me to leave yet. Um, but you might, you know, give yourself some some grace here. These oh. words, these words serve a purpose, yeah. you know, in the you know. Uh, common they English tongue, you know? They're, I'm helping myself get to the next sentence. Right. Um, right, right. Yeah. So, Shane, I think I've spoken about Shane before, and there's plenty of there's plenty of real estate covered on that. But being in the hospital so much for a traumatic experience that eventually resulted in my four-month-old son dying. Being anywhere in a medical facility, there's, like, instant anxiety. And I didn't put my finger on it until, like, a few years after the fact. And so you mentioned the medication. I don't know if you were connecting it to my anxiety with deconstruction, Matt. Is that what you were thinking? Like, Yeah. Yeah, if you were wrestling internally, and maybe that was just causing that, adding stress and causing... Yeah. I I would I I don't think it's connected to that but obviously I guarantee you probably my baseline blood pressure when you're thinking about these things especially as it pertains to the creator of the universe and what he might require of you and you think you're not doing that or you're not sure if that's true or not that's probably going to ramp your blood pressure up a little bit at certain times uh but I, I, w- I was prescribed blood pressure medication by somebody that just, I think, was covering their ass. And, and that is I true. They, they kind of have to. Right. Yeah. I started tracking at home in resting states. It was fine. I, I, we re-upped life insurance. Um, I, my brake lines have been good. I've checked them a couple times. But I re-upped <laughs> my life insurance, and I got approved at the highest level, whatever that is. Extra salt in the dinners? Mm-hmm. Literally, it became like that's. I think it's more related to the the, the trauma of hospital life mm-hmm. that we dealt with. But so, so that I think that's how I've grown. Is I'm okay with the unknown more. There's still little moments that creep up, but for the most part, it's a, a beast that is tamed. Um, and it's been a little like scheduling wise, we haven't podcasted regularly and. I feel like Scott and I haven't had a chance to have a lot of deep discussions, but I feel like we're better at it. We're definitely better at it. And I look forward to the next one. I love what one of the guests said, Justin. I used to go to our church. Justin uh, Blank. Yeah. Depression is my superpower. Yeah. Yeah. What did he say that uh, he's just let him process, you know, let him be in process. And he is right where he's supposed to be, which was in depression. But uh, let him just be where he's supposed to be. I thought it was, right. was very I think there, yeah. There's there's so many. Depending on the church you're at and the people you're around, people we want that that victory through Christ moment. And if you're not careful, you will just totally discount or run roughshod over what somebody's actually going through. That they're going to go through 
it's it's where they're at and in my mind it's not like destiny or that's what what god is making them go through but he had to deal with man he had to deal with so many like maybe you don't want to be healed are you sure you want to be healed like that kind of because if if you really wanted to be healed and you were going through the the healing prayers and all that stuff like we would have seen a difference there was a little bit of that with him i think and i know a lot of people identify dude uh dude bro joey svenson who was a recent guest from bad christian podcast he was in a he struggled with depression he he wrote a book on it um called fundamentalist no that's a different subtitle from another book uh but fundamentalist is the title and he was in a really good spot when he was on our podcast not that long ago. He has missed the last few bad Christians because he is riddled with, he's been just attacked with depression and anxiety. Really? And I know he had, he had slowly weaned off, air conditioner kicked on, closing window. He had kind of weaned off some of his medications and was doing so well and then I think it hit him in a way it hasn't hit him before. And he's, if you go to what used to be called Pastor with No Answers podcast, and now I think it's called The Sven Zone. No, no Sven Zone? Sven Zone. Sven Zone? Yeah. Svensson is his name. Uh, <laughs> There's a V in there somewhere. The no Sven, I, I guarantee you, he probably thought, should I call it the No Sven Zone? <laughs> but I'm, I'm the Sven, so I'm, I'm yes. I have to be here. <laughs> But he's had some depression journals that are mostly short. He had a recent one with his brother that was super powerful. I recommend people listening to that, uh, where he just, he's chronicling kind of where he's at. But he's been off from Bad Christian, which is a bummer. We had talked about, and we will, I'm confident, get him back on to talk more about the depression side of things, because we just were kind of doing a general discussion with him. But he's a, I mean, a, I've just talked to him a, f- a couple times through getting him on the podcast back and forth and just a really good dude that's really struggling right now. So if it's if you're the intercessory prayer type, go for it. Yeah, depression is interesting, I guess. Um I've I've thought about or thought of myself in those terms, I, I'm not sure if it's actual depression or just like a general, like a default, like not enthused about. But maybe that's life. something. Maybe that is right. Yeah, I'm not depression. sure. Yeah, there, and there's not like A B. You're either right. depressed or you're not. There's right. a, there's a probably a spectrum. Yeah, and um. Yeah, it's, 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 I don't know, I, I, I don't know if my life would be different if, you know, let's say I go back, let's just go 10 years and go, hey, I, shoot, man, I'm depressed, let me go see somebody and, and, and get this diagnosed, you know, maybe my life changes, I don't, I don't know, um, but, but I guess, yeah, if, if you if you feel like you are not the way you 
think you should feel, I mean, just to speak in the broadest general terms, um, yeah, you might maybe, maybe go, maybe seek some help outside of yourself or outside of and to be uh, your pastor. Tell, tell yeah. somebody that's, that mm. cares about you that's around you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. Like, I, I remember identifying with people when, when you see somebody or not see, I've never seen somebody kill themselves, but you hear about somebody committing suicide. My first response in the past was basically judgment against them. Like, it's probably the most selfish act you can make. Like, that's, that's, that was my default. But then it, as you learn a little bit about it, or even just imagine yourself deciding that the best, they're not doing it to be selfish. If you just assume that and just think the, in their head, the best possible outcome for their life and for the people around them is if they were not on earth. And so in their head, and I'm totally talking about my pay grade because I have not struggled with suicidal thoughts. But in their head, if that's the best possible response is that they are gone. That's different than like, you're just being, you're being selfish. How could you? That's, you know, it it just doesn't do it justice that what's going on and how, how the brain works and how we don't know. There's so much we don't know. Like the people that study the brain don't know. We don't know why the medications work sometimes and they don't work other times. And why different things work for other people for a while, then they don't work, and then try something else. And sometimes it works, and it's great, and that's what's needed. And sometimes diet and exercise can go a long way. I, it's so yeah. it's so humbling to think that we we just don't have a. We well, even um, um, where, <laughs> so I think this tends more towards the uh, Catholic. Uh, view uh, Catholic theology is um, the sins that haven't if you die with sins that haven't been forgiven yet and mm-hmm. you know the priest is the one who forgives your sins when you go and confess them um, now my, that I think that's kind of mainstream Catholic theology but anyway I don't yeah I'm not I'm not convinced that suicide um you know sends you to hell um because you can't go and confess your sin to somebody and then they're then then it's forgiven um is that a change for you do you think i don't do you think there's a point in your life you would okay no i don't i don't think so um um i i don't remember thinking uh, differently about that, and I don't remember my pastor. He, you know, he's been my pastor for fifteen years or whatever. Um, I don't remember him ever teaching about that, so I, I don't think it's a uh, a change. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't think I had a, a, a thought about it before I came to my current um, conclusion. Probably had for a few years at least, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, someone in the emotional state that brings the, <laughs> that brings them to kill themselves is is not. Um, 
let's just say normal for, you know, just sake of generalities. Um, it's not a normal line of thought. Um, so, to, so to just default to, <laughs> you know, that, that, uh, uh, they're going to hell because they haven't confessed a sin of murder, uh, um, to a, to someone so that can be forgiven. Um, yeah, because that kind of bases the. Uh, we'll leave aside the fact that, that hell doesn't exist in the way Scott thinks it does, but I'll just leave that aside. Right. But, uh, right. That 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 assumes so much responsibility on us and our overall understanding of things. It almost like puts weight. Do we have that much power to? That what your understanding of life in the ups and downs and how how dim we see through a glass, as Paul said, I just bastardized that, but we see through a glass dimly or darkly, and everybody, some people probably are more connected to the divine in a way that's different than other people, and so that puts a lot of power on humanity or individual humans to... uh, like if it was like, well, if you don't actually confess your sins and and you leave this aside, that those would be held against you. And so, I don't want to open yeah. the, the huge can of worms, and I, I was trolling you a little bit, and ignore <laughs> that, Scott. Here's a so, mor- yeah. morbid thought. If uh, I wonder Ooh. if a study has been done. Morbid it, thoughts with Matt. Yeah. Ooh. We need a jingle. Ooh. That assumes you'll be back. Morbid, <laughs> morbid minderings <laughs> with Matthias. Oh. Um, if uh, if the church, the Catholic Church, I guess I don't know if they've changed their position. I don't think they have. But if uh, killing, if suicide was not a uh, a, a sin or a what, what is it? What do they call it? Unpardonable yeah. or yeah. yeah. That's not the word I was thinking of. But there's a oh. the, the same yeah. idea. Yeah, um, unpardonable sin. If the suicide rate would jump, well, how many people do not commit suicide because they think it's uh, unpardonable? Yeah, and, and I was I was just thinking that as I was as I was talking, but I'm I'm not. Don't glom on to his thought. I'm not Scott. sure. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure. Like I I I don't I don't think there are that many people that are on the cusp of like. Man, I would kill myself if I just wouldn't go to I hell. Don't know. You know? Yeah, we, some um, it came up the other day about laws. I think we, were, Matt and I, were talking uh, about follower. marijuana and like if if like marijuana being legal increases who oh, it probably yeah. increases people who would try it. Who have, it definitely does, it. definitely does. But overall, yeah. I'm guessing I, I don't think it's like all of a sudden it's free reign and we have stoners everywhere in California. The the stoner baseline probably is like there's probably a little spike and then back to the normal baseline. Um. So, but but yeah. we were talking about like I think suicide is against the law. I don't know if it's a national thing. It's probably a state by state thing. Which <laughs> is really dumb. And, and is does that per- somebody that is ready to kill themselves would they? Because it's against the law, like that's the thing that keeps him on the fence, and, no. and it just seems absurd. No, I doubt that. But but religion and yeah, especially for strong a lot more yeah. weight. 
good yeah. point. Especially those that battle Eternal depression. consequences. That a lot of Christianity yeah. battle depression. And yeah, that's that's a much more severe consequence than, well, shoot, I'm going to be punished if I kill myself by the law. Yeah, and, and what's interesting is that the Bible doesn't address it. And I so I'll say I could be wrong here, but I, I don't remember reading a a verse or something that points to suicide as being wrong or against God's law. Um now I do think that it is uh wrong and against God's law because there are other factors than just a a flat out hey this is wrong um but it's t- tying it to eternal salvation i don't i, I i'm just we're probably punching above our pay grade. yeah i'm not be, well, because it because it doesn't mention it explicitly um it, it but but Talking about it in those terms doesn't address people's mental condition, and that can change. I don't want to say in a given day, but on a let's just say a season in a person's life, um, just to just to be as general as just. You, you sound like me now, caveating, <laughs> caveating the hell out of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because it's, it's it it is difficult, and and I um I know I know a the uh, well actually the lady that I, I I stayed at um in Boise who used to be who used to be part of our church. I mean, she lost a son, um, and I think it was, I I I don't know if it was suicide, but it might have been. But there are other people in in the my congregation that that uh have lost have have lost their kids to uh suicide mm-hmm. um local pastor uh Rick Warren his son it, yeah Rick Warren's son Rick Warren's son. suicide and it's just like he's not the most legalistic person in the world you know yeah um well also especially when you like one of the first side effects on the medication is uh, yeah. Suicidal thoughts. Yeah, and a lot Talk of those, to your doctor if these come a up. A lot of those medications, a lot of those mental health medications. Yeah, and and, and so that that's there, there are a number of things, and 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 just going through things myself, where it's like, man, there are there are times when I don't, I, I I've gone through I've gone through mental states where I'm like, man, I I I don't really think that. I was thinking the right way almost to the almost let's just say almost to the point where I don't think that was me I mean if I if I if I could separate my psyche you almost want to say it's spiritual well well not not to that not to the definitely not you in your not 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 me not me in my ideal state but not but not to separate me as far as responsibility 
So not so you know, and that's where I would kind of the devil didn't make you do it, right? So that. that's where I would, kinda, yeah. What do you mean by spiritual? Spiritually, well, it was in the yeah. vein of like yeah. so, uh, some yeah. other entity is putting yeah. thoughts so, in your head, which I don't know that I believe. I know a lot of people do, right? So, so and so, I'm okay with in the new version of me that I've learned a lot <laughs> over the last few years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so to the point where, man, that I. I would not normally attribute that thought to me, but at the same time, it's not so distant that I'm not responsible for the actions that I'm taking. Mm-hmm. You're still giving yourself responsibility to which you can feel bad about yourself for not being more responsible about Oh, I, I love feeling bad about myself, yeah. which is something we haven't talked about. We'll have to talk about that next time. Or we could talk about it now. Either way. Well, do we want to, since it, there's something hot on the news. Yeah, 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 that's what I was that thinking, because we we're already like an hour in. Um, I'm sure which is, our, uh, our, our loyal fans, Jimmy Puccini particularly, is, what, is who I'm concerned about. You've been called out, Jimmy. Jimmy, you got to give us a rating. Give us a comment. Jimmy, give us some Puccini. Cause he's cause he's gonna be honest. I I know him. Did he uh, the Italians? You how, how do you know this guy? He I was has. supposed to go. I was, I was supposed to go out with his sister, but I never called her. So he might be a little upset. So he'll give an oh, honest review. Oh, you had the number and he never called. He, I thought he never gave you the number. I th- I which is probably wise. Protect your sister. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, you probably shouldn't <laughs> give me the number. But I think he gave me the number if I remember correctly, and I lamed out, man. All right. Yeah. Well, I would have to drive up to the Central Valley. I really don't like the Central Valley. Uh, even though Jimmy lives in Fresno, which is the Central Valley. It's kind of anyway. where you're from, too. Or at least generally. I I lived in Oakhurst, which yeah. is like 30 minutes from the yeah. Central Valley. Yeah. Scott, don't blow it because you got to meet the right girl. Do well, things, which is something that we're, right we're going to get to. Right now. Matt, I'm glad you mentioned that. Before today, had you heard of Joshua Harris? No, but I, I had heard of his book, which is called "Interesting." I kissed dating goodbye. Yeah, I, I didn't. I don't. I didn't know his name, but I have heard of the book. A new attitude towards romance and relationships. I appreciate that alliteration. Yeah, and this was written what in the '97, late late '90s. Again, I something I would know if I did research on it, but I, I definitely read things. it. People around me, uh, so I guess I should just say that Joshua Harris, at the time, I think he was going by, no, it says Joshua. I was going to say Josh. Wow, he was probably in his early 20s when he wrote that, and he's like, no, don't call me Josh. Probably makes me sound young. Call me Joshua. Joshua. People take me seriously. Yeah. I'm just joking. But uh, Josh, Joshua Harris wrote I Kissed Dating Goodbye and um, way back whenever Scott said he did. And he recently is separating from his wife. Uh, Matt and I were joking before we started recording about uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and Chris Martin. Is that the yeah. Coldplay guy? Yeah. Chris Martin, the Coldplay guy, when they got divorced, they referred to it as a conscious uncoupling. Huh. Because only only standard people get divorced. 
Right, right. Rich people get con- consciously uncoupled. Uncoupled, but I, yeah. If divorce is super negative and divisive and terrible, I feel like they're doing a version, at least from what I can tell, they're separating amicably. Am, that, that's am, that word amicably. I think that's mm-hmm. it. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure the beginning and the ending. Yeah. So he had fairly recently announced and they both mutually announced that they were getting separated him and his wife so they they both grammed it at the same time apparently yes nice do you have instagram is that what that means i'm sorry the gram rammed it is that what they call it no that was good for somebody that doesn't have instagram i i think i appreciate that i just i somehow i heard that and i yeah anyway it's out and so instagram i was wondering what that they're not like doing cocaine at the same time or something. Okay, I'm just... <laughs> just yeah, it depends on yeah. how many grams you say. If you yeah. say they grams it, then obviously they're talking about cocaine. <laughs> they grams it. <laughs> they instead. They grams it. Uh, they instead at the same time. But, so the new wrinkle... So they are separating. He met his wife. The sequel, if I could dare say, to the book was Boy Meets Girl, and it was after he met his wife. Um, following the purity culture, Eve, we will. What's the word? Court. We're courting each other. We're not dating. Or very, kissing. Or kissing. Definitely not kissing. Basically, setting yourself aside and following an intentional way to date. I, I feel like there's semantics because I always want to say you're still dating somebody at the time. You're still dating somebody, but there's just different rules, and you're saving yourself for, I guess, protecting yourself emotionally from getting too invested, slash saving yourself for the right yeah, person. The, the words, the word, uh, the label is not as important as what you're actually doing. That's probably a good distinction. Yeah. I'm the clarifier, Scott Holbert. I thought you were the clarifier. No, that's definitely you. Hey, you're not pushing any of your buttons. Yeah, I don't have yeah. it hooked up. Good. My, my oldest daughter is doing artwork right now in her room. She's, more, she's using she, that. She's more important, obviously. Oh. Just a little bit. But he was an advocate for purity, saving yourself for marriage sexually, and, and even going beyond that, I think. I don't remember the book exactly. Beyond sexuality. Be uh, super careful about... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, back up. That's his third book, now that he's divorced. I'm sixuality. Conscious Consciously separated. Conscious sexuality. Consciously disconnected. We're consciously unsexualizing. <laughs> They mean, <laughs> okay, but there's a headline. Shoot, yeah, move on. I, I, I was gonna about to really go ahead. There's a headline from Fox News. I'll put it in the show notes. Well-known Christian author, purity advocate, renounces his faith. I hope you can forgive me. But before that, this book, I kissed dating goodbye. I read. I remember like feeling. This is is this too far? Like. And I feel like he's kind of describing dating. You're just being more strict about the do's and don'ts. Like you said, Scott, doesn't matter what you say about it. It's what you're actually doing. But I read it. I, w- I think I was on board. 
now I want to say I wasn't really on board, but I was on board because the people around me, but whatever. I did know somebody um, that was interested in my sister who was dating somebody else Interesting. at the time. Dating conventionally, bunny ears, whatever that means. That means banging. <laughs> it's my sister, you son of a bitch. No, he was dating before. Uh, dating before your sister. My youngest just got in the house. I heard the door close. Can you shut that door? Banging. <laughs> she doesn't know what bunny ears means? Wait, Scott might need to need to define. Does bunny ears mean banging? You said I, did I? I don't know who said bunny ears. I anyway. But anyways, this person was so sold out to purity culture. I kissed it and goodbye. He felt like God gave him a mandate that you will date Zach's sister. I don't know. I'm just gonna leave the names out. Just be safe. Is, does it begin with the J? I mean, just for my sake. He only has one sister. No. Uh, okay, well, first of all, his sister's name doesn't begin with a J. Wait, does it? Or is it a... <laughs> uh, Scott was so good. He, he thought... The God, dude's name. The God. dude's name. Let's just go with the dude's so, name. In him reading this... And he only has one sister. <laughs> no, I, I can't... <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> I guarantee you, at the time, if this person... Oh, that's good. We're going to call this person Chad. I guarantee you... I got you, my own joke. <laughs> if Chad... If Chad... If Josh Harris, at the time went to chad he'd be like dude no you're missing the point this is going you're going above it's not me right it's just it's just me it's not me no it's not okay (laughs) chad chad was so convinced that god's person because this is the thing god has someone for you one person if you do these things like you wait are waiting for joshua's I don't know if he. I don't know what he stands on the on the soulmate thing, but I know some of the fruit that that movement bared was a lot of people thinking God has someone for me. I'm gonna wait for them. I'm gonna do what's right, and I will receive it. There was an article I sent both of you guys about the uh, recently written uh, slight diversion. Caitlin Beatty wrote called Joshua Harris and the Sexual Prosperity Gospel in response to him coming out saying that his wife and him are divorcing and he regrets what he basically has renounced what he did through that book. And yeah. Soulmate Soulmate was one of our first like five episodes of Bros Babbles Beer. We oh. we mentioned a article by We could probably Eric, talk about it again. It's yeah, been Eric so long. Taxes um where we talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but, sorry. But this person, Chad went after my sister so hard while she was in a serious relationship with this other person that I was really close with, or still am, I still know him, he's just moved away. I love you, you know who you are. But God had my sister for him, for Chad. Really? And like totally, he would like see, he would meet with my sister and like undermine and try to, tried to get in between them and basically because God's will for him was to be with my sister uh, 
That means he had to try to break him up. My sister did not marry that person. Uh, ended up marrying uh, someone else whom I love. That was your uh, your brother-in-law. He's saying yeah. Zach's saying this enthusiastically. Statement by of the fact. way, <laughs> also in the band, which is a hint to who my sister was dating before. This is a real soap opera. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but but it, it it's just a personal connection of purity culture gone awry and. That's not to say that striving for purity before you go into marriage or a serious relationship is not bad in itself. It's probably good in itself. But the fruit of trying to maintain that or thinking that God has it this this one way or no way, that has borne serious terrible fruit. And I'll post both, both those articles. But what's your experience, guys, with the um, purity culture or j- just that idea of God's God's got somebody for you? Or, or the fact that he's lost his faith and he used to have it all figured out and now he's basically said he's full deconstruction mode. Uh, in a minute after, I think Matt's geared up to say something. But oh, he's totally geared. He's got I, his legs crossed. I'll read Josh's Instagram post about <laughs> this. Sorry, go. I, I I don't know if I'm geared up. I was anxious a second ago. I, how many of your listeners, what's the percentage of your listeners that believe there's a soulmate for them? Because I know we each know probably some people Let me go to the data. Totally. There you go. <laughs> Thank people, you. People, people, people. Let people. me know. Uh, do a quick poll. You're doing this live, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, you know what? I will right now. <laughs> Keep talking. But I'm curious because I, I, I know uh, of... Actually, a couple in our home group, you might think of the same um, people, but uh, I know we each know people that believe that there is one particular one person out there for them. And and I don't know if I, I probably believe that at some point, but I, I certainly don't don't anymore. And I know you want to keep your wife in check. You say, you know what? There's not one soulmate. I can find somebody else. <laughs> I know how you guys fight, Matt, so feel yeah. free to use that. You yeah, might not be my soulmate. <laughs> let me write that down. Have a good night, honey. <laughs> Just kidding, Jen. I love you in the uh, way that somebody that's friends with Matt should love you. Thank you for clarifying. Yeah, um, yeah I, I know there are certainly marriages that fall apart because there's this one particular story where this guy on his wedding night just believed that and and thought in his head, like, Oh shit, I married the wrong person. And they struggled for 10 years and 15 years. Actually, (laughs) I think where the story came from was uh, wild at heart where he believed that lie for for his entire marriage. And it just, they, uh, they had, they, they consciously uh, separated did I get that right? Uncoupled. Oh, sorry. Uncoupled. Uh, subconscious. Normal people separate. Yeah. Celebrities uncouple. uncoupled. Sub- yeah, subconsciously. Yeah, but you just believe that lie, and they just... So from the beginning... That's I mean, interesting. That completely... What Like, what lie would you... Like, what would, what would you have to believe about the person you just committed your they life to... For whatever reason, um, he believed that she wasn't his soulmate. Because she like farted, or 
Like, what's the... So th- this is maybe, a maybe just big... being intimate sexually on their honeymoon. That maybe that was it. I don't know, but they, man, it's just that doesn't. Ooh, uh... So so now I I disagree for for now. I with, disagree with the with soulmate yeah. idea. But even even in the midst of disagreeing with the soulmate idea, you can't you. The argument against the soulmate idea is not, I just married a person and now I've discovered there's something I don't like about them. Well, he realized that, that she wasn't a soulmate. No, well, but, but that, that is it's not, not a complicated. It's, it's just, it's <laughs> that simple. Yeah. That's not he a, just, that's, that's not a discovery. Yeah. The, um, an, an argument against the soulmate position is not a discovery once you spend the night with somebody. Um, hey, Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. <laughs> he, he heard that lie. Yeah. He ran with it. Yeah. Never let it go. A, a, a good argument. Yeah, it's just, it's, 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 not, it's, it's not a good argument against the soulmate discovery. Even though I disagree with the soulmate, discover, the, the soulmate position, it's... You're just arguing to arguing right now. <laughs> probably. Um, yeah, I'm reverting. I'm this is good. Regressing. I want to see where this is going. I'm regressing. Obsessing. Um, look, you know already that the person you're going out with, whether they annoy the crap out of you or not, I, I, t- to discover something on your wedding night or in your honeymoon, all of a sudden, that that raises a red flag that says, this is not my soulmate? No, I I don't well, buy hey, Scott, that. Scott, these people are saving themselves sexually. I, I don't I don't I don't buy that for a second. And it didn't uh mm. didn't match the hype. No. It didn't uh No, you've got something wrong with you. You if, need to you need to fix yourself if, because because fig- figuring something you you've been with someone for long enough that you want to marry them. All of a sudden, you're going to figure out they're not my soulmate. No, the no, problem no, 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 no. I agree with you. No, the problem, Actually, Scott, the problem is you. The nice problem is Matt. you. If if you've come to that conclusion, you're the problem. You need to work it out. Take some time before you go and divorce this person. Hey, Scott, thank you for agreeing yeah. with me. I appreciate I that, you Matt. You're the best. Yeah, I have. Uh, not yeah. There's a, a needless word. Just say like Zach like, and get it shit. over with. Hey guys, so guys, fucking isn't it the worst? That's the worst one. That is probably the worst word. The F word. Not as... the worst word you could ever say. I'm sure there's a word that begins with the C. Go ahead. Count Dracula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay, early returns on the poll I put on Twitter at Bros Bibles Beer. Wow! Don't vote on it now because it will be gone by the time this comes out. <laughs> but hundred percent, do you believe in soulmates? Like God has one ideal person for you? Hundred percent, no. Take a sip. 100% no. You just they, one vote? there's a little. So we just poured the oh, last of the sorry, high one west. Vote? Oh, you want more? I thought you were cheersing. I'm gonna get a beer later. How many votes? One. Two? Um, two, but I did just post it, so it's good early wow. active who, voting. Who, who responded already? Does it say? I, I don't know. Oh, it's your but buddy. It's 100% no. Ask if uh, you can get his sister's number. Tanging Chatham? Tanging uh, Chatham. Who's that? 
Is it a brother? Yeah. Mm, well, I mean, well, he's white, but I have so, I have no. somebody I'm close to. I mean, a brother of the other. Somebody I'm close chaining. to that I heard giving their testimony to somebody recently. <laughs> I'm not <What>? lying. <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> what? And in in describing their story of coming to Jesus, and and the things they've dealt with, they use the words. Well, they've struggled with finances for a, a good part of their lives. And they said that they f- feel like finances is their thorn in their side, referring to Paul, who asked God to take away whatever injury he had that God, he felt like God just wasn't going to take it away. This is the thorn in my side that God's given me. That's a version of soulmates. Like, oh, this is what God has given me. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Interesting. Like, like it, or is like, are we really going to say God has, a, like, let's pretend God has specific plans for the perfect person for you. Is that only in that area, or does God have plans for you in all aspects of your life? And I think the financial yeah. aspect. I feel like there's a little bit of self protection going on where it's. It's like removing responsibility. It's very difficult to assume responsibility of a lifetime of financial strife where there was potential mistakes made to get you in said strife. And so I think we've struggled against this and I feel like this is what God had for us. I think it's a version of soulmates. A version of what? Soulmates. Like God God had that for like, like almost like Calvinism. The 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 hyper Calvinists would say God is controlling every aspect of your life. Um, but this person is not a Calvinist. They would take agency and they believe in free will. But yet, in this one area of their life, they refer to God having that for them. Which yeah. sounds like soulmates to me. So, okay. So on the on the issue of hyper Calvinism, and I. I am guilty sometimes of thinking hyper-Calvinistically. And I'm trying to break myself of that because I don't agree with that. But it just so, somehow, I just tend to like, you know, I did that. Maybe that's what God wanted. But I know it's not true. So I'm breaking myself of that. I like that because I do know people, and I, I think we've all done it. When something happens that you don't want to happen... Like, or maybe you've prayed, like, God, I, I want, I want X, I want X, Y, Z. Let's just say, God, I, I want a wife. I, I want somebody to love and that will love me. Don't take my word, Zach. Yeah, it's, it's increasing. We got some hot voting going on. We'll get an update from our correspondent, Matt Sather, in a minute. <laughs> um, on the scene. On location, but, but there's a version of it when so, when something doesn't go your way. I've heard people that I know they live day to day like we are making our own choices, doing the best we can with my family. All all the things where I'm brushing my teeth because I don't want tooth decay. It's not <laughs> right. because I think God will right. God has a tooth decay plan for me. But when something when the shit hits the fan or something changes, like oh God's doing something, God's right. doing something, and I'm at a place where I'm like I don't think we can have it both ways. It, yeah. If, if we're in a position where God is doling out certain plans sometimes to some people and other times it's just total free will, I don't believe in that. And if that's the case, I can't control it. 
because all I can control is my actions and what I'm doing and the people around me. But I, I don't know if we can have it both ways. Yeah, and, and, and like I said, I fall, let's just say fall into that, but then I have to catch myself and break out of that. Like, like uh, because it's easy. It's really easy to go, oh, maybe that's what God wanted. Yeah. As opposed to, no, I should have been more proactive and uh, maybe done something about that before it blew up into a larger issue, which is my my problem, it's... which I I I'm like I, I get lazy. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. I get lazy a lot of times, and I'm like, hey, maybe God, you know, maybe yeah. you know. It almost. Do you feel like? Because I will say for myself, I feel like I protect myself when I've fallen back into, oh, maybe, you know, God would open the door if he wanted it open. Right. You know, if, if God wanted me to go for that job, like somebody would reach out, it would be, a door would open. I feel like it it insulates yourself from a little bit of responsibility. It does, definitely. Are boring you, Matt? Matt picked up my guitar. No, definitely. And, and it, started strumming. Yeah, and, I, and I've talked with my pastor about this and, and uh, uh, we kind of clown on, on the Calvinists and, and, when we do, uh, that's kind of what I say. <laughs> that's kind of my my joke. Is that, yeah, I become a hyper Calvinist when I really, you know, really don't want to do anything. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so Scott, because I do, I do do that, and I have to, I have to actively catch myself and go. No, I'm not a hyper Calvinist. I gotta actually wake up and do something. Is it is it God's will that you move to Idaho or stay here in I'm exploring that Orange County. I'm exploring that. I think it's I think I exploring should Exploring means he's actively wrestling with his hyper Calvinist side and his free will side. So do you think God his will is you're here or there like that? Oh, oh! So let's just say in general, and if you make the at, wrong choice, you're let's just, outside God's will. Let's just say in general. That's a great question. Um, um, at a at any random time, um, sure that I could be in God's will or outside of God's will. I I, I do believe that. So yes. choosing to move to Boise or stay here. If you make the wrong choice, you would be outside of God's will. So where you decide to move could put you outside of God's will. Or are you talking about potentially? Potentially, yeah? okay. Yes. Now, i i don't I don't know, or I don't I don't think that it's necessarily um, so potentially is yes. No, definitely yes. Definitely or potentially yes. I mean, if if. You know, potentially and definitely have on any the yes uh, side. association. <laughs> hey, um, real quick, Scott, let's get an update on the poll results. Yes, uh, let's go to yes, our yes, live yes. on the scene. There you go. There you go. I am live on the scene. Make sure you refresh. Make sure my my uh, I still have internet connection here. To you, Matt. How's the weather out there, Matt? Well, you know, it's looking a little. Uh, what are some of the weather terminology? Well, put some sunshade on because I can well, see you're burning sunny. up. Turning well, red. You know, actually, it's not very sunny. Whoa, it just changed. I, so it's only 8% sunny because only 8% of the uh, 
the voters think that there's a soulmate. So, what's wrong with the voters? Everybody else doesn't think they're. We got. They're, uh, there's a lot of maybes. Fifteen percent maybe. Oh, well, okay. Seventy-seven percent right. no. I like that maybe so answer. So it's mostly cloudy. <clears throat> I think the no's probably, if you ask them honestly, like they would have to say there's a little maybe, because we don't know. I mean, we don't know. So, and and I think I think what I said, yeah. You asked if do they believe? So, oh, correct. I I think what I said on the the initial um, podcast, going way back, like one of our first few, grown so much since then. Yeah, I don't. I, I yeah. Um, in order to for for the soulmate thing to work, it would it would mean that maybe let's just say maybe we would as humans in our free will, which I do believe in. I'm not a hyper Calvinist. I do believe in free will. Um, that we would have to be perfect in our decisions, at least at least to the degree that we're choosing our mates. Um, but we know we're not. Well, that yeah, that that's why I would that that would be the objection to soulmates is that I think within God's grace that even though we are not perfect in our decisions, we can we can make mistakes and still end up with a mate that um, it's like blesses that us. Movie. Where it's going to happen regardless. Drew, did you say Drew Carey or Jim Carey? I said Jim Carey, but it's the Truman oh. Show. You helped oh. me remember the name of the movie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that um, and, and, and I struggle with this as well. Um, the I think the difference between what I'm struggling with and the soulmate issue. We're doing a podcast, Matt. Stop it. Can you hear that? Yeah, it's kind of out of tune. Um, the, the, yeah, the, the, where I struggle with is not necessarily in the soulmate. I, I struggle with doing something that, and I, and I, and I struggle with this in other aspects of my life, but doing something that I would regret. So there, yeah, there is an aspect of, and if I pursue a woman who, maybe is not the person I should be with, and I'm saying should, not necessarily in God's, um, the soulmate category, um, but just as in I can make a mistake on who I should be with because let's say I get desperate, I get lonely, or she's got some attributes that I really like but aren't the attributes that I should be focused on. Um so there's a soulmate, and then there's poor choices, and then there's <laughs> and then there's yeah Cho- choices choices made. How do you spell confident? C O N con F I D E N T. Thank you. Keep going. Um, th- yeah, I think so. The soulmate, and then there's decisions there's made. Definitely poor choices. Decisions made upon misplaced priorities let's mm. say so if boobs are a priority you'll get boobs you'll get you'll get boobs temporarily well they'll still be boobs they will but they might not be your boobs um 
<clears throat> Why do you use it possessively, Scott? They're, they're never your boobs. The boobs have agency upon which the body they dwell. <clears throat> Not the boobs, but the body that dwells. The boobs control own, the body. No, has their own agency. <laughs> it's high west, and yeah. I'm dyslexic. Whether it's boobs, butt, lips, hips. Yeah, there there are a lot of there are a lot of priorities, quote unquote, that um, could derail. Um, well, you'll get what your priorities are. That, that's that. my that's my point. And we yeah. always, I feel like we filter what we think God wants through what we want, anyways. And that generally. that's the that's the danger. Yes. So well, that's I, I the mis. I don't think misplaced. My opinion, Matt, is that I don't think that's avoidable. Well, you know, it could. Now, you know what? It it so like what we think God is yeah. telling us is always filtered through our cultural experience and our lived experience to varying degrees. So I would, I would, I'll leave that open. I would push back on the old ways. So why don't you push back? You said you would. I'm being polite, Zach. I mean, I'm going to tell you what my priorities were. I just, words matter, Scott. You said you would, (laughs) but will you? Yeah. So, so that, yeah, the, the conundrum of the human male is that we really, really like things that we like and we don't consider the things the things that God likes, let's say in pers- in uh, or relative to what we should be pursuing. Um, so if we like boobs over personality, um, that might not you be. You can't get mad about the personality later because that was your conscious choice, right? Because you're you're focused on the boobs, yeah. um, and you know that's part of the part of the lust the lust aspect that Jesus was talking about. That that lust should not be our first priority. Um, my uh, my priorities yeah. when I met my wife, what I was most interested in. She was a great driver. She could drive well. She's not Asian. Wow, you're such a patriarch. Uh, no, she's not Asian. How'd you know? Just a guess. Because hey, she drives well. Whatever, whatever you feel about this, send hate mail to Scott at Rose Bubbles <laughs> yeah. Beer. Goodness gracious. Uh, she was ath- still is, not as much, as I am not either, <laughs> athletic. Um, yeah, those are huge. And, and she had street smarts. Still does. Not she as much still cars. I, I do a poor, I, I do a great job of doing things for her. So which has, um, she's become dependent on me in some ways, I guess, and I enjoy doing it. So where are we? No, the my priorities. Those are my priorities. Oh. That, that you would do. That she would depend on you. Huh? What? That she would depend on you. No, that wasn't the goal. Did she lose her street smarts? What? I'm not no, sure. No, no. She's I'm not, not sure as athletic either. as I'm not because we've gotten older. But she, those are my priorities. Like that was. Those, oh, in a person. Yeah. Yeah, that was what attracted me to her. She was. Yeah. Fit. Yeah. She was street fun. smart. She was athletic and fit. Can and I go morbid? Street smarts. And she knew how to drive a car. And she knew how to, she's not Asian. And she's a doctor now. And she's a doctor. Oh, also, she has a doctorate, I guess What wants to say, say, Jen, is that 
you have a great personality too. All right, oh, moving absolutely. on. Absolutely. Uh, no, but you didn't say that. Let's well, just I did move say on. she was fun. Oh. She doesn't listen to this anyway. So going morbid, if <laughs> she's thing. gone, if something terrible happens, and she has life insurance. Right, right. And did you get that for her? Or? Of course. Nice, good move. She's gone, and you go through a terribly long mourning process, as we all know you would. Does God have somebody else for you? I don't know. I hope so. Oh, so you kind of, you bought into my verbiage of God has. I would definitely Are you trying to ride this to soulmate fence? somebody else because I love my marriage. It's been great, and I would want to do a version of it again. So let me, um, let me go back. We, this started with talking about John, Josh Harris, Joshua Harris, uh, Harris, nope. Harris, Harris, Harris. Harris Josh is his Instagram, and he posted a picture of him. The picture is gorgeous, man. He's are you talking about jo- him uh, on the lake? Well, he's got a beautiful bald head, as do you, Matt. I mean, look at that. You see it right there. You see that? Also, the Blue Lake of Joffrey Lakes Provincial Park. I'm guessing that's Canada. It's probably Canada. It makes a lot of sense. His his Instagram post was, "My heart is full of gratitude." I wish you could see all the messages people sent me after the announcement of my divorce. They are expressions of love, though they are saddened or even strongly disapprove disapprove of the decision. He didn't spell it that way. That's just the way I'm reading it. Let's just be clear. I'm learning that no group has the market cornered on grace. This week, I've received grace from Christians, atheists, Evangelicals, ex-evangelicals, straight people, LGBTQ people, and everyone in between. That's offensive. He didn't include the pluses and the other keys. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna give him grace. Of course, there have been there have also been strong words of rebuke from religious people. While not always pleasant, I know they are seeking to love me. There have also been spiteful, hateful comments that angered and hurt me. The information that was left out of our announcement is that I have undergone a massive shift in my regard to my faith in Jesus. The popular phrase for this is deconstruction. The biblical phrase is falling away. By all the measurements that I have for defining a Christian, I am not a Christian. Many people tell me that there is difference, there's a different way to practice faith, and I want to remain open to this, but I am not there now. Martin Luther said, that the entire life of believers should be repentance. There is beauty in that sentiment, regardless of your view of God. I have lived in repentance for the last several years, repenting of my self-righteousness, my fear-based approach to life, the teaching of my books, my views of women in the church, and my approach to parenting, to name a few. But I specifically want to add to this list now, to the LGBTQ+, Scott, community, I want Too to late. say that I'm <laughs> that I'm sorry for the views that I taught in my books and as a pastor regarding sexuality. I re- regret standing against marriage equality for not affirming you and your place in the church and for any ways that my writing and speaking contributed to a culture of exclusion and bigotry. I hope you can forgive us. Or no, me. Well, was that Freudian? I said us. Man, Zach, what have you done to the LGBTQ plus community? 
Uh, a lot in my past, in my head, I'm guessing. <laughs> to my Christian friends, I'm grateful for your prayers. Don't take it personally if I don't immediately return calls. I can't join you in your morning, morning, like morning a loss. I don't view this moment negatively. I feel very much alive and awake and surprisingly hopeful. I believe with my sister Julian that, quote, all shall be well and all manner of thing shall be well. So he's basically, I mean, he did denounce his book before, but that kind of encompasses where he's at now. Doesn't stand by the purity culture, doesn't stand by... Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Like, completely denounce the purity culture or temper it somehow. Um, Because to go from like, Hey, you shouldn't have sex before marriage to, hey, have sex before you get married. Yeah, that's a good point. So these are two different, completely different mindsets, right? And I'm guessing he's he's being general. I'm going to give him that. I guarantee you with anybody who doesn't espouse purity culture, they would prefer their kids like wanton sexual openness can lead to harm and you prefer people know consequences of actions right this this the 60s weren't particularly culture doesn't mean you're like i would like my children to have as much sex as possible with as many people as possible i want them to be experienced for your kids matt (laughs) playing along your with your oh okay there I was trying to get a have a gotcha moment. Oh, um. <laughs> I wonder. He was such a huge proponent of waiting and giving that up because he knew and believed at the time that that would the the rewards, the fruit would be exponential, right? Yeah. And it turned out it wasn't so. So it just it collapsed his. His thinking, his I feel like belief. That's, yeah, so like, oh shit, that didn't that that didn't work. What was maybe what was and he identified what, with that book. Yeah. So what if you believe something is totally true and from God, hundred percent, and then there's counter information in his case, his actual experience and the marriage however however the fall apart happened or the the uncoupling happened it happened that experience when, when something pierces the veil of 100% certainty i feel like you're more in danger of like i got to throw everything out cuz so, what i knew so the, the, awesome. the question the question is hold on, 100% hold on 100% certainty it was pretty of what? awesome about his position and belief is that he totally believed it which is pretty cool. Like he wasn't just writing it to make money. Mm. Like it wasn't just a marketing campaign. You know, he totally believed it, which is pretty cool. And now he's being true to his beliefs and it just rocked his world that it's like that didn't work. Mm. But no, Well, so that's the question. 100% sure of what? Like uh, Of anything. Well, like, what are we... No, but, but, but in this particular case... Um, for his, because his marriage is falling apart, 
doesn't necessarily reflect on any book he's ever written. No, no. He he could have an issue with I'm his speaking, wife. I think above the marriage. Yeah, yeah. So so a hundred percent. So when you when you say a hundred percent sure of something, what what particularly are you talking about? Now in this case, I think it's the saving yourself for uh, um, for sex, saving, saving yourself sexually until you get married. So it, I'm speculating. It, I'm I'm speculating a lot when I say 100. percent Yeah. Um, whether it's Josh Harris or I mean, I I can, my personal experience was this, like believing that the world is such a way because this is the way God set it up. And that can be different things to different people. Let's just pretend it's Josh Harris and his, what he viewed on how you get court a soulmate or a wife. So I think that's different. if, If you feel that this is the way God has it and that like like the creator of the universe wants you to go about finding a wife this way and then it turns out oh my god that's that's not how it always works okay okay so let's that go can with be that shattering to your paradigm yeah so let's go with that so so if it so going with that keep in mind we're over two hours and so you keep talking not my fault uh, totally uh, so, it, so let's turn towards the landing strip. Yeah. So it, so going with that, it, so let's say the creator of the universe has dictated a path. One, one person says, Hey, uh, this path is, you shouldn't have sex with anyone until you get married. Another person says, you can have sex with people before you get married. That's the dichotomy you've set up. No. Mm, that well, to okay. Let me rephrase that. Oh, to me, growth in action. To me, well, it's gonna yeah. it's gonna come back on you as to this That's as disgusting. to the clarification that you're going to. Don't put good your growth one, on me. Good one. But it, it's it's gonna be put back on you onto uh, <laughs> the clarification that you want to make. Um, but th- to me, it seems that that's the dichotomy that you've set up is Josh Harris s- wrote a book about waiting until you get married to have sex. It, that world was shattered. The only other option there is to not wait to have sex no, until you get I married. What, what so, so, no, so that's, that's what I'm asking. That's, that's what, what it sounded hearing. like you just that's said. What, no, what I'm, saying. I'm wondering if, yeah. if there's a way to... Now, this doesn't sell books or get downloads on podcasts when you when you are don't have a declarative 100% sure position on mm. anything. But if there was a version of purity culture like if he if he held it in such a way or anyone who has lost their faith because things shifted for them if people learn that there's other ways of of life that people do and that they might not be 100% right on everything or the way they think god works isn't doesn't encompass the way god works all the time then there's a little room to oh my life is not exper- i'm not experiencing what i was preaching so i don't have to yeah. throw everything out oh i wasn't i didn't experience 
the way I'm experiencing God now is different. Maybe that's, maybe I'm being led into a greater truth and I don't need to throw the baby Jesus out with the doubt bathwater. That's what I'm wondering and addressing. It's like, he came from a spot of like this, this is how God wants you to date or court or whatever. And if it was less ironclad or if people learn to hold their beliefs a little more loosely, maybe we won't end up with people like Josh Harris. Well, no, no, even, he's not even, done. He's even in the midst of deconstruction. No, even there, out. even there, it's that still that still gets you to the to the dichotomy or the uh, the 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 dual the the dualism of God has. <laughs> there's two options. It's either don't. don't I'm not uh, speaking to sex before or after marriage, though. But okay, but in this okay, so. Because the Bible doesn't this, have a unified this voice on that. Par- this particular example is not a good one for the point that you're making because, because. because his specific point is don't have sex before you get married. So that I just, was his position. Well, uh, the position of the book, and sure. And we don't know that that position has changed, but I think in the articles that have been written that you shared with us is that it, it might be similar to the prosperity gospel, right, where do the right thing and you'll be rewarded. Whether right. whether it's in your sexuality or not telling a lie or in business dealings or do the right thing, God will reward you. Tithe 10%, God will return yeah. it tenfold. So maybe that's what blew his mind, but we don't even know. Maybe his wife's going to come out you know, with her sexuality preference or he is, or... Whoa, do you have, like, inside information? No, I'm just... Wow. It seemed to be Jeez. mentioned a few times in the articles the, where he was uh, apologizing to the LGBTQ+. Plus yeah, it's interesting how that's tied so, to this whole story. So he's wrestling yeah. with that. So maybe he's wrestling with his sexuality. Hmm. Maybe his wife, who he loves and adores, and now they're friends, and they've consciously disconnected. Uncoupled. Un- but that sorry, was never uncoupled. their word. That's our fun game oh, with yeah, Gwyneth right. Paltrow. So perhaps she's questioning her sex. Who knows? I mean, it may not, you know, who, he's wrestling mm. with something. And I, I'm confident that he's going to figure it out. But. Uh, well, yeah, either way, there's some sin going on because you either, you're either getting divorced there? because, well, yeah. The, oh, the so, divorce. Yeah, because why do you get, so according to Jesus, you get divorced for what? Well, there's w- one reason. I, I I would I would probably add, forgive me Jesus, uh, but the main reason is adultery. So hers uh, or his part? Who knows? Um, yeah. So you, even if even if they're questioning their sexuality, well, there's still sin involved here. But but going to the um, uh, your interpretation. Uh, a, a, a lot really of, a lot of a lot really of really punching above our pay grade. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, well, keep punching. This yeah. Is fine. Um, a lot of what might be the problem is the expectation that somehow was portrayed. I have I did not read the book Kiss Dating Goodbye or any other of his books, but if if he promoted the idea that if you save yourself for your spouse until you get married, then you're going to have the the a life of sexual bliss with no issues whatsoever. Right? That's what he promoted, I think. Yeah. Is, I is that, I don't know if it's is explicit. That, I think okay. it's implicit and that's that's what if you peruse Social media, put the guitar down. If you peruse social media enough, 
among certain circles of people that came out of purity culture and it it totally wrecked them. I mean, we're talking about people who's there's an actual word for this where women if you experience a certain type of abuse, you you are literally unable to engage in sexual penetration. Your body will not allow it. We're talking about people that have well, that, never. But that, that, that's my point, though. Never had, never had had sex before. Never any interaction, saving themselves from marriage, and and because of probably a lot of different reasons. In their specific experience, even after marriage, and what they're thinking, this is what God has for me. And that, that, this, that, is this is exactly my point. Is the expectation how, right? How how is there? But at what a was point, there? It becomes like how much of it is just people with bad expectations? How much of it is a fruit of a, of a thought process or a theology that is bad? That, that's that. That's my point. Okay. That's my point. That uh, to to couple the idea consciously uh, of to <laughs> uh, the, the couple the idea of saving yourself for marriage for your spouse with bad expectations right. so like this so in this you know Zach you sent this religionnews.com article where the psychologist talks to yeah the psychologist talks to a, a couple and um, I'll just I'll just give a quote here one couple came to him because the wife experienced pelvic pain penetration disorder and hadn't been able to consummate the marriage several several years in, despite the fact that the couple's first kiss was wait, at their wait, wedding. Several years in? Not... What do you mean? Several years w- married, not in, in penetration. And then he quotes, not, not quotes this, this psychologist, not being able to consummate their marriage was a source of both grief and also anger toward God, Yardhouse told me. She had to process assumptions. She held that if she saved more for marriage, she would receive from God the blessing of a good sex life with her husband, end quote. So this was a lady who had certain expectations, but she had some disease process that hindered sexual intercourse. But somehow she's going to blame that on God. So that's the, the expectation, set, setting the expectation. Did that come from Harris's book? Or was that her own Probably expectation? Not. So that, that's but, but. the issue. To tie, to tie that to celibacy or waiting till you get married is a huge mistake. No, I don't think, so I, that's where I, I don't think he is. I'm certainly not saying this means... That waiting before marriage is bullshit. It's an article about Harris, and it. it, it so that so this is the issue: is the author of this article tying it to Harris uh, mistakenly? No, it's or, tying it to God saying, "You, if you do this." But who this. who created who started this thing? Who started this thing where God is? Well, Harris, where God it, is saying this. Harris contributed, and uh, people have been preaching a version of that, not just because of Harris, but. The purity the culture movement gospel. is far and wide, and we grew up in it. 
Yeah, and, I, I and think people need to be more mature. Well, people need to be more mature. Look, your life is not going to go perfect. Even the even the apostles themselves, they were the most. They were more obedient than you will ever be. The outcome was not good for them. Look, your life is not going to go perfectly. Right. No matter how so, obedient you are, sells books though, Scott. You're, you're not. You're not wrong, and I think. You're big on saying don't base anything on what, on what other what other pe- other people people yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. But, even if even but at a certain point, even the, if my pastor fell away from the faith, I would I would have my own faith. Right. Right. Because you I'm not tied to him. I, I don't doubt that at all. However, what's going on with your pastor? <laughs> He's not falling away from the faith. I'm just saying. All right. He's well, an example. Don't tie yourself to anybody. Good grief! It's your your relationship with Jesus. At some point, we'll talk more about more about (laughs) biblical biblical sex. That that, I think that's the thing. It's like you people trusting authority figures speaking for God. Right, is an issue. Is a huge issue. Don't trust your authorities, people. Question everything. They will disappoint you. I have my bro, the Apostle Paul, would say, test everything, cling to what is good. Reject Um, what is evil. And so we. the problem is when things sound good and they're given from God and then you realize life is a little more complicated than that, then it can cause you to throw baby Jesus out with the bathwater. Look, look, I'm single. I'm, I'm 39 years old. I was a virgin until I was 28, something like that. I highly regret all... Okay, when I say all, I don't mean like there's a whole bunch. I highly regret my sexual interactions. I wish I could take them back. Um, but yeah, being 38 and single is... Yeah, it's a it's yeah, an issue. 39. I'll be not yet 39. Close to 39. 39. Now you're saying 38. Close to 39. Not yet, okay. Matt. How dare you? But yeah, it's it's an issue. Is it a problem? I'm not... I, I don't know that it's a problem. Uh, I mean, what, what are you worried about? You worried that the person you're with, the, your, your boyfriend or your girlfriend, what, they're going to dump you because you don't have sex with them? Okay, good. Go. Get away from me if that's what you're after. If you can't be patient enough to wait, get behind they, me, Santa. Then Santa, not the one. Yeah, get behind me, Santa. If they're not willing to wait, they're not the one. Um, I I would say that that is, I I, I would, I'm not saying soulmate. Yeah, but I, not the I, one I you should marry. They're not the one that you should marry. Sure, <laughs> if, if they're gonna pressure, okay, you should not be pressured into sex unless okay, unless well, it's your honeymoon. Or it's your anniversary you fi- after 20 years. <laughs> Can I give a final update birthday, on you know, the, uh, your, the poll results? Or your, your spouse's birthday. Okay, those are acceptable. After you're married. Fourth but before July. you're married, 4th of July. Memorial Day. What's your defense of before you're married? There should be no pressuring into sex oh, before okay, you're married. Okay, okay. After you're married, fair game. Nope, I disagree with both of them. Nope, I agree with the first one. No pressure. After, no pressure. Uh, That's sure. another thing. I'm not sure what you mean by pressure. When, well, <clears throat> being pressured into sex because it's your duty for your husband has resulted in all, all ma- manner. Why, of, why would you default to husband? I'm saying, dude, because the abuse. You should be if you feel the pressure 
to pleasure go for it i mean you have to pleasure to. what your wife i mean you're obligated well, what if what if she doesn't want it no she no you're feeling pressured too so you have you you're obligated why would you default to the woman pleasuring them zach you're so sexist god how you. dare you you're exponentially <laughs> trolling everything <clears throat> right now nope yeah that I don't even want to joke about that, Scott. How dare you? I'm not gonna receive that in any terms of joking matter. I don't even know what you're talking about. Because Hey, it's biblical. Yeah, Zach. exactly. There sh- there that that, that it is bullshit. actually don't deprive yourselves for too long, yeah. Paul. Now, that, says. Is a beautiful, that is a beautiful Something thing. There. That is a beautiful thing in healthy relationships where there's not abuse going on. Sure. Yeah. And that goes both ways, sure. but it tends to go more often than not one way to another. I have a final update on our poll results that are still open for the next uh, 23 hours or so, but uh, we're not going to be podcasting then. Uh, do you want to do you want to give them? I did add a new poll. Do you want to update the original poll? I can't answer the new poll because I uh, I don't believe in the idea of a soulmate. So I can't okay. answer it. <laughs> Well, then go ahead. Do you believe in soulmates like God has one ideal person for you? What do you got? I put no. Oh, 17%. Ooh, it jumped up. 17% yes. Yeah. It's uh, still pretty cloudy, but uh, a little more sunshine coming through. 67% say no. Let's try to get that up a couple percentage points. Yeah, and, that's and, dropped. That's yeah. dropping. And, and so while I disagree with... 17% maybe. Well, while I disagree with the, I with soulmate, I really, do. Yours says seventeen. Mine says sixteen. Mm. I just refreshed. You have an iPhone. Oh, people are voting hard and heavy. <laughs> hard. While I disagree with soulmate, um, I do think that there's an element of obedience in your life. Of course, you would. Yeah, you're in in your life decisions, and where. Where you're obedient could lead you to certain, either a certain job, a certain location. Um, but I think that's more important than seeking a soulmate, is seeking to be obedient to God um, wherever you think God may be leading you. With your own choices. With your own choices, right. yes. Art Schne- yes. Schneider at the Schneidzer on Twitter replied to the poll, uh, I'm going to do this in the voice I think he's using. You people don't believe God to be romantic? Setting up folks in his book? Planting stolen glances and first kisses? Butterflies in the belly? Where do you think all that goodness comes from? Oh, you deserve that special someone you got sitting right ne- next to you. Oh, you alone? Hashtag LOL. Hey, don't make fun of me. All right? <laughs> and then I did do a poll a little while back. It This is... Uh, lighter response because it requires some vulnerability if you believe the idea of a soulmate how confident of you how confident are you that you are with v1 a hundred percent not confident that's that sucks that's sad yeah see okay going back to what you said about being obedient and you not choosing correctly i agree and also, 
um, I believe that God can bless you in that wrong choice. Yes. And still, yes. you know, squeeze the, the lemonade out of it. Yes, the, spiritu- of the, the spiritual lemonade. But I'll allow it in, in the fact that we, mm. are, we need to end. Well, well because it's the, it's the principle of, like, so if you, if, you were to, if you were to take it, like, what's more important? Uh, soulmate, the soulmate idea, or or God hates divorce. Which one is more important? I would say God hates divorce. I would say that God hates divorce is more important because it's e- it's easy to in later that on. Hypothetical. In, I agree. God hates divorce. It, it, well, yeah. Hypothetically, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Scott. Well, it's because yeah, later on, it's easy. It's easier to go. Oh, they weren't my soulmate. <laughs> That's really easy to do, uh, as Especially opposed to you receive a fresh word. Yeah, as opposed to living uh, by the principle that God hates divorce. All right, all right, yeah. Matt. Thanks for hanging out. We're done. Did you learn anything? It feels like we just started. It does. I know. Well, Man. hopefully that means it's interesting. But yes, we're done. Well, I should say I'm done. Yeah. It's my house and Scott. So, so the, w- one more out. one more thing about one of these articles that you posted was that there was a lady who the, won't end. Yeah, there there was a lady who they they use in, as an example in this this Joshua Harris thing is that she was abused by her, her husband, but somehow in her mind because she thought she would be blessed by her celibacy until she got married that that abuse was okay so that that's right. the type of expectation that where where does that how did where does that expect uh, expectation come from that you could you could think that you would be abused by your husband and think that that was somehow in line with because god, god hates, blessing because you because you're there and god hates divorce yeah see that that's, that's the wrong pat that's the pastor's but, but the bible doesn't say you can get out of divorce through abuse yeah well that's where i would i would add disagree with the bible i would disagree with the bible with the bible <laughs> with the plain reading oh ah, okay yeah let's go again. um look at women Dude, look at women. Get what's the matter with you? No, look, you women. I said. Well, that's I even said authori- worse. I said authoritatively. <laughs> look, you women. I get. Why are if, you? If how you're are being you single? A- you're single, really? Shocker. I don't. I don't have a lot of closet space. That's why. Yeah, it's sad. Like it's, it's really sad. It's just, it's just Scott. I just. Hey. Uh, at Bros Bibles Beer, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, rate and review on uh, Apple Podcasts. Go ahead and do it. I dare you. We'll talk about it. Thanks again, Matt. Matt, you guys are awesome. Do you want to benedict us? Matt, beg your pardon. I go for it, Scott. <clears throat> I I don't know. Okay. Just well, kind of. Grace be cheers. Yes. May the Lord bless you and keep you, and His grace be upon you. GPC. Why don't you just say GPC? GPC. Hashtag GPC. Is that a thing? Probably. It is now. I'm pressing stop right now.